0: Hey guys, I'm going to take a second and tell you all about First Line Fire Service Training. It's a badass page on Facebook. I encourage every single one of you to go and follow them. Dennis is a retired fire chief. He's been a huge supporter of our show for since the very beginning. He's believed in Third Alarm Cowboys and our mission of making firefighters better. Dennis also has the same mission of being able to train firefighters, make them better. He's using all of his years of experience of 20-plus years plus his military background to offer training ideas. He travels all around the country, speaking at different conferences, trying to help guys get better when it comes to their tactical ability, when it comes to their physical ability, and everything in between. He's really pushing things to the limits, especially for an older guy that's retired. He's still getting up every single day putting his gear on, going out in the driveway, doing crazy-ass workouts that most of us couldn't even handle. He's still getting out there getting it done. He also does a weekly training video on first-line fire service training, offering up when every type of uh, tactical and operational skills that he's learned throughout his career through working from other people. One thing that's really impressive to me about Dennis is that he – owns the fact that most of the things that he has learned and sharing are things that he learned from other people, and he's just passing that on. That's something that he and I have in common. He's taking all the information he took from his career and sharing it on to the next generation to make the next generation solid and better firefighters. That's a great mentality to have. He's the kind of guy that people should be listening to when it comes to learning about what to do in the fire service with their career, with their tactics, and with their operations. So, y'all go check them out on Facebook, First Line Fire Service Training LLC. Send Dennis a message that you heard about his business from our show. If you're putting on any kind of training conference, Dennis is the guy that you need to contact. Get him in the door and let him share his knowledge to make the people in your area that are attending the conference better. And just know that. I support his business and he supports mine and that's the kind of people that we need in the fire service to make us all better and stronger. This is one of our newest show sponsors. This is a business that was started by Chief Dave Robertson and really what it all came down to is he knows that getting a fire job or getting promoted for the first time is incredibly hard. It's always a long process, it can be frustrating and it's, it's really incredibly challenging. What's even more challenging is that when you know that you always wanted to be a firefighter and that you would make a great firefighter or even more so being a great officer or chief and you just feel like no one will look at your resume or nobody will even give you a chance or take you serious for that promotion. So Chief Dave works really closely with you know, creating just a team of two, the two of y'all. He's all about giving you the commitment that's unmatched towards achieving your, your career goals and exactly what you want to do. He will mentor and coach you to help you become the kind of candidate that these fire departments are all looking for and they can't miss. Chief Dave from Fire Edge, he comes with 25 years of fire service experience. Guys, go listen to the episode that I had him on the show. He talks all about it. He's been there and done that and actually earned his stripes in this business. On the business side, he's got thousands of hours of coaching and training, leading, consulting, recruiting, building hiring processes, you know, you name it, and he's done it. Chief Dave, just talking to him, he's all about the one-on-one connection. He's all about customer service, and he really genuinely does care about the fire service as a whole and the next generation of guys that we're bringing into this business for a 30-year career. That all leads to having a strong passion with what you're doing and who you're working with. That's the 100% commitment that Chief Dave has given to me uh, with the Third Alarm Cowboys and what he's given to every single one of you out there across this nation and in Canada that are wanting to get involved in the fire service and that are wanting to make that next step. Truly, it doesn't matter if you are just a recruit that's aspiring to get a fire career job or you're a company officer that's wanting to become a chief or a chief officer that's wanting to move any high, even higher. What you got to do is figure out your why and find your passion that makes you truly love this job. And that's what Chief Dave Robertson is doing with Fire Edge. So, guys, give him a chance. Go look him up. Give him a phone call. He's putting his personal number out there for the Third Alarm Cowboys podcast listeners to give him a call and get your fire career either started and going or moving in the direction in which you want to do. So give Dave a call at 519-384-3072. And that's Fire Edge, career career. Coaching, training, and consulting. Y'all go give him a chance. Go get to know him. He's a great guy. Go listen to the podcast episode that I had him on. That's Chief Dave Robertson. I'm gonna also take a second to tell y'all about one of our show sponsors. That's Norse Fire Equipment out of North Dakota. Whenever I first started talking about having sponsors for the show, I really wanted it to be genuine businesses that are firefighter owned and operated and people that have good business ethics and have a good mission. Matt Vercota reached out to me from Norse Fire Equipment. He and I have spoken and, and talked back and forth a little bit, got to know each other, and he seems to fit that criteria. He's a full-time firefighter and founded this company in 2020 to provide a good place for firefighters to be able to get equipment that they needed to be able to do their job and have it at a good price and just good quality equipment instead of some of these places that want to sell you real cheap crap for an, Y'all go over to NorseFireEquipment.com, coupon code COWBOY5, that'll get you 5% off on your online orders. All right, guys, on with the show. Dispatch to all units. This is a third alarm. Switch to the TAC Channel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the TAC Channel. I'm your host, Heath Meredith. This is the Third Alarm Cowboys podcast. This is a podcast for firefighters. We talk about real-life situations, stuff in your station like leadership and promotions, and stuff in your personal life like relationships and finances. You name it, we talk about it. Some things may be a little controversial, but that's real life, and that's what we're going to talk about on this show. All right guys, welcome back. I'm doing a little double take again this week. I'm trying to really just pour out some some good information for you guys and I just uh I've had a million ideas and things that I wanted to to really talk and share and and start trying to get out to y'all so I'm getting on here and jumping on and and recording as much as I possibly can. Luckily, I got the house to myself tonight. I'm headed off to work in the morning, so the grandparents have the baby and the wife's at work, so I'm going to jump on here and and uh share a little words of wisdom before I go to bed. But guys, I'm I'm already getting some great feedback on the show I did with Clay yesterday. And man, that means the world to me that everybody, you know, really enjoys hearing the truth. People like hearing, you know, just bottom line, hard ass, tell it like it is, uh, truthful facts. Sometimes that uh is a little hard to swallow, but you know, that it's what's really, really needed. I think that we've gotten so uh so off the rails when it comes to people just just flat out telling it like it is, just being blunt. You know that to me, that's not a that's not a very strange thing. The people that I've grown up with, the the friends that I've surrounded myself, with, we all kind of have that same mentality. But then whenever we get in certain circles, people don't even know how to take us, or you know you're automatically hated. People will try to uh, railroad you or or think bad things about you, and and you're doing nothing wrong besides absolutely telling the truth. And you're not given ten miles of sugarcoat bullshit. You're not over here just telling somebody they're the greatest thing ever, just to try to you know save your job or, or to kiss ass or anything like that. And the fire service has honestly gotten to a point where you have way more of that people that refuse to say what's going on, say how they they truly see things or how things you know are are people are performing or how operations are going or any of that stuff. Because, well, you know, I can't, I don't don't want to lose my job. I don't want the chief to get mad at me because I tell him like, hey, chief, we need to critique a few things. There's nothing wrong if you're in any position of an employee there. Of course, follow your chain of command. But there's nothing wrong with stepping up and saying like, hey, chief this this and this we've got to work on it's not performing well these policies don't work these soGs aren't working this equipment isn't working whatever it is and have an open and honest discussion don't sit down at your officer meeting or you know your chiefs meeting or whatever the hell your shift meeting and whenever somebody asks hey guys you know how are things going what's some things we can work on you know in the fire service we're the world's worst about Everybody just sitting there saying, no, everything's great, Chief. Everything's good. We're happy. You're doing the best thing for us. Thank you so much. You know, we jump on these damn group emails, and everybody's saying, thank you, Chief. Thank you, thank you, thank you, because you think that that's going to really get you ahead. I'm here to tell you guys, you saying thank you on a group message, or when the Chief actually does come out of his office and comes and sits down with people and says, hey, how are things going? He is opening up the door for you to tell him or her how things are really going. It's not, he's not coming down there to get his ass kissed. He gets his ass kissed every fucking meeting go to in the public and everything, all the handshaking that going on and, and all the people like the chief is addressed as the chief and, and everybody ooh and ahs over, over their position all day long. If that individual is taking the time out of their day to come down and say, how are things going? They genuinely most, now there's some that are just psychopathic, uh, you know, control and, and, and power hungry pieces of shit, for the most part, I would say, if they're coming out there to spend the time to talk to you, unless they're one of these people I'm talking about, they genuinely want to know. So that is their way of opening the door, saying, is there anything we can improve on? So that is your opportunity to speak your mind. Yes, but do it respectful. Don't come in and say, well, fuck, chief. Everything here fucking sucks. You know, you can do that. That would be what I've done, and that probably wouldn't work out good for you. But you could be tactful about it and you can be honest be matter of fact be truthful and i hope that that's what all of you took from that episode with clay whether it's your coworkers that are riding on the truck with you or you know your officers or anything like that or if you are an officer that's the people ahead of you and the people that are below you You gotta just start having these truthful conversations i hope that that's what y'all got from that show and moving on in that i'm gonna kind of expand a little bit on something that's been on my mind a lot lately And it's several close friends of mine have been affected by this particular topic. And, and, you know, I've been affected by it. I mentioned it in the show that uh, I had with Clay where, you know, there's been times in my life where, Things weren't working out, and whatever job I was at, whether it was the fire department or EMS or oil field or whatever, you know, and you make a phone call to somebody, they know that you have a good reputation. They know that you're a hard worker and you'll do the job good. So they hire you or they get you hired. They put in a word for you. It's called, you know, personal reference for somebody. Somebody's staking their name on your abilities and who you are, and they get you a job. And that's what I want to talk about on this show because I think that with the younger group, Coming in, I, I recently read a statistic, sometime in the last I don't know, it was like six months or so. And it said that high eighty percent, I want to say it was 87 percent of people in the current workforce got their current positions of employment because of someone that they knew. Now, this isn't just the fire service, this is this was as a whole across the board, and it was I, I can't even remember where I read it. It might have been total bullshit, but it sounds about right to me. Uh, that I would say a high percentage of people get hired on at places either because they went to college with somebody that's currently working there or they grew up with, they know somebody in the, either the industry or for that particular company and organization. And they coached them, they guided them, or they opened up the door and introduced them to the right people to get them in. I would say a high percentage of people that is the case. Um, that's been the case for me, I'll be honest, my entire life. Basically, every job I've ever gotten was because of either people that I knew, the reputation that I had, something to that effect opened the door up for me to allow me to get in the room where I could have the conversations to prove myself that I deserved you know, an opportunity to work at that place. And I think that's fair, and I own that. That's just the way that the world works. It's very hard to not know anybody in an industry or in a profession and just walk in cold turkey off the street and get a job. That is very hard. Some people may do it, but nine times out of ten, that's not the case. Now, (sighs) this goes tenfold, guys. When you need a job... Because I've needed a job multiple times in my life. When you need a job. One of the most hurtful things in the world that will happen to you. Is people that say that they're going to help you. Or people that say that they're giving you a good reference. Or people that say, hey, I'll put in a good word for you. This, that, and the other. And then you find out later on that they never even mentioned your fucking name. That they never even had those conversations. They never even tried. So... Don't do it. It's that simple. We talk about telling people the truth. We talk, talk about telling it like it is and all this in there. If you're that guy and you've told somebody like, hey, I'll put in a good word for you, you know, or in the fire department, you know, I'll, I'll go talk to the chief for you. I know that you're applying. I'll, uh, you know, I'll put in a good word for you. And you don't even go to the chief's office. You don't even send a fucking email or make a phone call or anything. Then why lie? Why lie? You just completely destroyed your credibility because now I know that you are teetotally full of shit. How am I supposed to trust you with saving my life if I go down in a fire, but you can't even send an email, make a phone call or go to the chief's office just to say, Hey man, uh, I have a friend of mine. I went to fire school with him or, you know, I worked with him over my old department He's wanting to apply. He's wanting to come over here. I know we have some openings. He's a good dude, man. You need to just at least give him a chance to get in the room and get an interview. You know, and and then leave it up to me. I still have to do good on my testing. I still got to pass the PAT test. I still got to do it. You're putting it all on me still. But you can say, I know him, blah, 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 whatever. Or just don't say anything at all to me. Do not tell me that you are going to put in a good word for me when you're not going to do shit that makes you a liar that makes you absolutely untrustworthy and you just ruin because when i do get hired on and i ask the chief hey you know how did you hear about me you know when i'm doing my chief interview that's my opportunity to talk and i'm going to ask the chief because i ask questions in interviews guys that when you interview for departments they ask you questions but then at the end when they say do you have any questions for us That's your time to ask about the department. That's your time to ask about the budget. That's your time to find out everything that you can about the direction of the department, All that, especially in the chief interview. If you want to know if a department is is going in a good direction, that's your time to find out before you sign on the dotted line and go to work there. You may be signing up. You may think that the grass is greener on the other side, but you may be signing up for a complete shit pile. You won't know unless you ask questions. So when you're sitting in that chief interview, be like, you know, ask all those questions. Ask the, the direction of the department. What is the vision that the chief has for this department? Especially, guys, at all these places like where I've worked and so many of you work that are these ESD fire fire district type departments that are growing insane. You can then find out in that process, because you're not going to see it on Facebook or anything like that, but you can find out, hey, you know, chief, there's rooftops popping up everywhere. What's, what's your plan the next five, 10 years? What are we looking at for expansion of the department? And the chief can say, you know, yeah, we're we're getting slammed, rooftops are getting built left and right. We have all this commercial property coming in. I, you know, I'm I'm a little behind. I need to build two or three more stations over the next five years. That's your time to find that out. But you can also say, you know, Chief, how you know, did you uh, you know, how'd you hear about me? What you what made you decide, you know, to bring me in the room and, and everything? And and honestly, a chief is probably gonna say, well, you know, such and such came in here said that you were a hard worker and that you really knew your stuff and all that. You're going to find out. Now, where I was going with that is, guys, if you're sitting over here telling someone that you're putting in a good word for them and then you don't, you've you've completely wrecked your reputation of that individual and they may end up getting hired. And they're going to say, yeah, man, you fucking lied to me. And you're starting off day one in this fire station Riding the truck together supposed to be trusting each other with your lives and everything in between. And I know that you're a fucking liar about something just as simple as sending an email, making a phone call, or going and talking to the chief in the office. And that's just simply unacceptable, guys. Just don't even, don't volunteer yourself to do this shit if you're not going to do it. And if you are, then you need, to, you, you need to stick by your word and go and do that shit. It's not going to kill you. Don't think that you have to pacify, guys. This, it's just not the way it is. Do your best to at least just open the door. And then you let your, your friend or whoever it is that you're wanting to put a reference out for, you let them do the work. It's them trying to get the job. And if they really want to do it and they want to you know, make you look good, because so to me, guys, this is the thing. When someone puts their name out for you to get a job, not only is that, your responsibility to keep your job by working hard and and all that, you want to make yourself look good, get through your probationary period, all that, someone that puts their name out for you, you have an obligation to them because they bet their name and their reputation on you. If it's someone that had the the true balls and the honor and integrity to step up and tell that chief, like, hey, chief, you need to give this guy a chance, then you absolutely have the responsibility to show out, work your ass off, and and make sure that that person's reference is protected. Don't come in and be a shitbag. bag. Don't come in and sit over here and, and be a you know a piece of shit and ruin their name too. Because then that that's kind of where we are with a lot of places. And and I'll be honest, there's very few people nowadays that I will put my name out for because I've been burned. I've been burned by people that I put my name out for, and then they no call no showed. I've I've put my name out for people that came over and then they ended up getting in some trouble with the law, get getting a DWI, a PI, and all this shit, and they're on their probationary period, and all that comes back on me. So aside from you know maybe my brother or my very first you know closest friends, there's very few people I'll put my name out for, and that's why because you're ruining that person's credibility when you fail, because then the chief's gonna say, well yeah you know people that he brings over here they don't work out. And then the, you're you're tampering you're tampering with their reputation as well, and that's not right. You shouldn't do that. You need to take that stuff seriously. You you young guys that are out there that are coming in, getting out of high school, getting out of college, and all y'all gotta understand this is the way that the real world works. Your reputation completely follows you no matter where you go. In the fire service, you know Clay and I laughed about it yesterday. It's a small fucking world, guys. Your reputation that you're building day in and day out is completely going to follow you for the rest of your career if not life and that's the deal and and there's different things you can do to you know get out of slumps or whatever you know there's certain people that are out there that I'll say you know you, you might be a pretty hardcore partier and shit like that in your young years as a firefighter your early 20s and all that you might be known as the partier that comes kind of stumbling into work and then by the time you, you know you're say 35-40 years old you've matured out of that you've grown out of that so that kind of reputation that you might have had on you you can get to go away through your actions and some time of proving yourself of maturity professionalism all that that all is 100% possible and there's nothing wrong with that that's just an evolution of, of People grow up um, that that's just how it goes. I mean that's it's okay. People evolve people change, people grow up, people mature, we or you should be. you should be growing as a person, but you need to understand that your reputation 100 percent follows you everywhere that you go. and the thing is, when you are putting your name out for someone, you're attaching your reputation to them, and so a lot of people won't do it nowadays, and a lot of people even say that. You know, well, you know, I, I yeah, I told you that I put my my name on you and and I try to help you get a job, but you know, I'm kind of worried about protecting my reputation. Then just fucking say that. I've had one of my my closest friends. He is one of my genuinely closest friends. He married my wife and I, and. He straight up said when I was looking at possibly going to his department, he straight up told me, and I and I'll give him all the credit in the world for this. He was mature and honorable in what he said. He said, "Man, I tried putting my name out for a guy a few years ago, and the dude literally lied to me and lied to the department about having a DWI." I knew him from school, I knew, and I, I know he's a good dude. He's a he's a he's a cool, fun guy. I think that he's you know a good all around guy. But then he lied to me, and he lied to the department, so it it put a black mark on my name. And made me look bad because I vouched for this guy and he had a hidden criminal record. So I, I 100% respect that. I respect the fact that he was honest enough with me to say like, hey man, you know, apply over here. I'd love to have you over here, but I'm not going to put my name out just because that could potentially hurt you. Because I had this other person that burned my name and my ability to give references here. And that's fair. Just say that shit, guys. If you don't want to put your name out for someone, then just tell them that just be honest and say, I don't think that that would be a good thing. I've had plenty of people that have applied at some of the departments that I used to work at. And they're like, you know, can I use you as a reference? And I'm like, eh, I wouldn't. And they say, well, why? I'm like, well, I didn't necessarily leave on good terms. I, I wouldn't necessarily name me. Now, if they ask you if you know me because you're from the same town as me or we worked at this department together and so you're applying, then don't lie about it. You can say that you know me and stuff like that, but I wouldn't necessarily walk in there and put me listed as your top fucking reference at some places, and that's just me being honest. Um, some some of the places I left, I didn't necessarily leave on good terms because hey, I was leaving. And people don't like when you're leaving and you tell them why you're leaving. And it's because of corruption issues or, um, you know, payroll and and budgeting scandals that were going on and things like that, that, you know, since then, after leaving, there's investigations from the state. There's all kinds of of issues coming down the pipe that on legal aspects. And I was able to see those conflicts and things while i was working there so and it affected me personally on a payroll basis or or an emotional and and um personal basis so i got the fuck out and there's nothing wrong with that but i'm just saying sometimes people may be leaving for reasons and they don't want to give you the reference for that but if you are that guy you need to tell the damn truth on it and say i am not going to give you a reference because blank Or whatever it is. Do not tell someone that you've been going to the chief and talking to them and helping them get on and and putting in a good word for them and all that bullshit if you're not. Just don't. Now, fire chiefs out there. This is a big thing. Because I personally... I had this shit burn me. Personally. And, you know, it it ruined a friendship that I had. And it was not my fault. And the guy doesn't blame me. But it, it did... It ended up losing... Uh, the guy ended up losing trust for me because of the actions of the fire department. Fire departments that are out there and you're hiring off of a a personal reference basis or a reference basis, period, and you're giving these people a shot and bringing them in the door because Heath said that they're a good dude, then you have an absolute obligation to take care of that employee. I'm not saying give them favoritism. I'm not saying any of that kind of shit. But what I am saying is you take care of them. I'm going to tell you all a story on this. I had a guy, great dude, great paramedic, great firefighter, got him hired on at the fire department. Our general practice at the department, we was within your first 30 days there, you got health and, and insurance benefits and in your full benefits package, right? Well, that department, you know, since then there's been a huge turnover and and all the things that have happened. Hostile takeover. The fire administration was removed from their positions, and and uh, it's a whole political thing that started years ago. Whenever I was there, and it's finally come all to the surface, and and basically a lot of the things that I was suspecting have ended up becoming true. But that's neither here nor there with this conversation. But the thing is, is this particular administration dropped the ball so big that it ended up costing me a friendship because I brought a guy over there. He was a paramedic I had worked with, great guy, uh, great family man, solid fucking medic, wanted to be a firefighter his his whole career. So I bring him down there, get him hired on. Um, you know, They stick him down at one, one of the substations where they needed a paramedic, and he was supposed to get his benefits within the first 30 days of working there. And the dude ended up being there for six months, and the administration either, I don't know if they fucking forgot about the guy being there, I don't know if they just dropped the ball because they were too busy worried about all the scandals and shit that they had going on, I don't know what their reasonings were, and I don't give a shit. The bottom line is, is they dropped the ball, this guy was there for six to nine months, and he never got health insurance, his family never got health insurance, he didn't get his retirement shit, none of that stuff was done, and he asked... He asked his captain. He sent emails, and they were basically just kind of out of sight, out of mind. Forgot about the guy, so he ends up leaving. Uh, he was on a different shift, so in a different station. So, to be perfectly honest, you know, I very rarely actually got to see him at work. But he ends up leaving. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I was him and I was like, what happened? And he's like, dude, I never got insurance. My family never got insurance. The whole time I've been here, I couldn't get anybody to take care of me on, on figuring out what I needed to do for health insurance. So, you know, we've had some issues going on with my kids at home and I didn't have any insurance to cover it. So I gotta go back and get a job somewhere where we can get insurance. And I'm like, what in the fuck, guys? Like, that's simple. That's an HR very simple thing. What do you mean? So we lost this badass guy that was a senior paramedic which we desperately needed at this place was a f- certified firefighter which we desperately needed at this place and an all-around genuine mature guy 30 years old w- showed up to work when he was supposed to did his job like whole nine yards of what you look for in a in a model employee and we're losing him because you dropped the ball and didn't give very simple things like health insurance to his him and his family so that makes me look like shit because i essentially vouched for the fire department to get this guy to come over here and apply, and then you shit all over that, and you end up costing me a friendship because now I'm the guy that's untrustworthy when it comes down to people, you know, looking for a job, and I say I can get them one, and then I burn them, and I cost them financially because the fire department didn't hold up its end of the ball, uh, its end of the deal. So y'all see where this level of importance is when it comes to people and relationships. And telling the truth and your personal references. Because it all comes down to your reputation. It all comes down to if what you say you're going to do, you stick with it. And people have screw-ups. You know, they had the opportunity, even when my friend left, they had the opportunity when he was turning in his resignation. And he even said that, because I read his resignation letter. He even said, they had the opportunity to make it right. They could have backdated the insurance. They could have cut him a check. They could have done a million things to make it right, and they just didn't. They said, "Ah, well, fuck it. We got a whole other, you know, it's just a number. We'll get another person in here. And they didn't care about the, the reputation. They didn't care about the level of trust that was betrayed. They don't care about any of that stuff. So, fire departments that are out there and you're going to your people and saying like, hey, we need to hire some folks, whether it's part-time or or full-time, whatever. We need to hire some folks. Do y'all know any good people? You have got to hold up your end of the bargain. If your men and women, step up and say, yeah, I know somebody. I'll bring them over here. Then you have to ensure that that person is absolutely taken care of. You have to ensure that their needs are met and they're... they're Their reason for leaving where they're at to come over there is better. You know, we talk about recruitment in the fire service. We talk about retention in the fire service. And one of the biggest things that people miss is you have to just remember that they're people. You have to remember that these are people and they have families and they have lives outside the fire department. And all those things come into play whenever they're looking at doing a job change or a career change or a department change. And if they're looking to come over here because Heath says, man, this is a good place, you need to come over here, then by God, it better be a good place when they come over there. Because if they're uprooting everything in their life to come over because I said so, I said it's a good place, and I put my name on it, then it better fucking be. And that's, that is the cold, 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 hard truth. I don't care what's going on and your person didn't, if you, if you got too much personal shit going on to be able to handle all of the, the issues of being in a chief and an administrator or an officer role, then step down because you have people's lives that you are in charge of. You have people's reputations that affect you may be at the end of your career as a chief. You are, you're at the end of your career. You got a few years left. You're gonna be a chief, make your difference that you can. Try to set the department up in the in a healthy direction that you view, and then you're gonna you're gonna exit. That's just that's the nature of how it works. And these people that have 30 years left because they're a new guy that are coming in. You have to set them up for success. You cannot look at them as a number and then bitch about your retention rate. You cannot look at them as a certification and then bitch about your retention rate. You have to remember that they are people. Their reputation that they're getting today affects them for the next 30 years. No matter what your reputation is, you're going to leave in the next three years. they got 30 years left to, li- to live and have a career and provide for their families and everything in between. And so they are the ones that matter, not your measly next three years that you need to do to just bump your numbers and i've seen it time and time again i've seen some of my closest friends get burned by people that said that they were going to step up and help them get a job or put a put i'll put in a good word for you and they don't do shit they don't do shit and i'm here to tell you guys that is disgusting it is it is completely untruthful and you are a liar you are a liar. If you say, I will put in a word for you, and you don't put in a phone call, an email, or go to the chief specific, specifically and talk to them, you are a lying piece of shit. So just don't say it. Either stand by your word and go and talk to that chief and put in a word, or don't say shit. It's that simple. You have two choices, and there's no gray. Absolutely no gray in this. Because you break people's emotions down. You hurt their you hurt their confidence, you hurt their ability and you hurt their reputation because they put weight in what you say because they trust you and then you drop the ball on them completely and so now you've either set them back or like it's happened to me in the past where people told me, yes, you know, you're in, you got this coming down, whatever, and then I pass up on another opportunity because I'm trusting you and then now I'm left with nothing and that's happened to me. So, you got to understand, guys. When you you say when you say something out of your mouth, it better be truthful, and it better be truly and completely how you feel and what you believe and what you're is in your power to be able to accomplish. Because if it's not, then just keep your mouth shut. In the fire service, we have gotten way too lax with guys that refuse or have the the complete inability to tell the truth. You don't have to be talking all the time. You don't have to to interject and have something to say all the time. If you don't have anything to say that's actual factual information, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, or you don't have a way to make it happen, then just stay quiet. Just don't say nothing. It's simple. Do what you say you're going to do. Hold by your word. And be fucking truthful, guys. All right. This is going to be a short episode. I just really wanted to get that point across because it's something that I've seen with some of my very closest friends over the last few years and personally it happened to me in the last 18 months. I got fucking burned bad on somebody's word and it left me last month or I'm sorry, it left me last year in 2023. I went three months without a full-time employment because off of somebody's fucking word that said I was golden. And I passed up another opportunity at another fire department to to be at a specific place. And I got burned because they were not telling me the truth. They were telling me that I was solid. They were telling me I had the job. And to be quite frank, they were in a position to make sure that I had the job and they burned me. They were not being truthful. And to this day, that, that three months without a full-time job absolutely hurt my family financially uh, across all boards and it's not right all you had to do was just say no you're not a shoe in no that you know that we have this this and this candidates they're better off than you whatever tell the fucking truth if you say that you're gonna put in a word for somebody if you say you're gonna go talk to the chief for somebody then do it or just don't say shit okay We've gotten way too far on being trying to be fake buddies, trying to be just, we're going to sit over here and tell people what they want to hear bullshit, or you think that you need to tell somebody something. You don't have to. Don't even say shit. Just don't even say shit. It's that simple, all right? Tell the truth, or don't say shit, all right? Anyways, guys, well, this is a short one. i got to get ready to go to work, but I know y'all like some of these short ones from time to time, so I figured I'd just throw y'all some hard-ass words right in your mouth tonight, but... Anyways, guys. Well, like I've told y'all in the last episode, if you are a uh, Fool's chapter anywhere in the United States, please reach out to me. Send me an email. Send me uh, a message on Instagram or Facebook, either one, uh, and just let me know what chapter you're from. And uh, I, ha- I have some stuff that I want to want to partner with the Fool's groups and be able to do for y'all. Reach out to me, and I'll, I'll give you all the information. Other than that, guys, go you know ThirdAlarmCowboys.com. Check out our cigars. I've got the new apparel. A couple of you has, have messaged me and asked me what's up with the you know, new apparel ones coming. I've got it ordered, guys. I'll be straight up with y'all, especially the hats. Hats are uh, taking a little bit longer to get in than what they were the last time I made around, and the price of them has gone up. So just being honest and transparent with you guys, there, there's going to have to be a little bit of a reflection on the hats because I already wasn't making really much money off of them anyway uh, by the time I covered the cost and all that good stuff. So the reality on that is... is is. I, I got to work with what I got to work with and wait on supplies. I mean, supply and demand is a real thing. And whenever you're making smaller orders like I am and not walmart size orders, I don't get priority when it comes to some of these manufacturers. So uh, when y'all build me up and keep sharing the show and make it where I can start ordering thousands of shirts at a time, then I'll uh, you know be able to get preference. But whenever you're only ordering a couple hundred shirts here and there, you got to work with what you got to work with. So y'all keep sharing the show every single day, guys. We're uh, we're growing. I mean, people are following us on Facebook and Instagram. The followership goes up. Uh, a handful of people. Every time I log on there and look, we're getting more followers and more likes. And, and I could not be more grateful for that. That's because of y'all. That's because of y'all sharing the message. I'm seeing way more and more. Um, shows getting shared, way more content getting shared, and I can't thank y'all enough for that. It really does help us to get the word out. For everybody that commented on, I forget what the page is actually called, like the Officer Leadership Discussion page. It's, it's a page on Facebook. They asked, "What was uh, what's the your favorite firefighter podcast?" Something to that effect. And guys, it was you know the scrap, the the weekly scrap, National Fire Radio, uh, Jump Seat Leadership, and us. I mean that was. When you went through and scrolled, I scrolled the comments. It was like a, I don't know, when I saw it, it was like 130 comments, and those were literally the names that came up. And guys, I, I can't tell y'all of all the damn podcasts that are out there. The fact that y'all listed us up there, even in even getting mentioned in that, is truly just it, it's remarkable. It goes to show that people really do like hearing the truth. People like guys that are telling it like it is and and a real message. Uh, In the fire service that's needed and I cannot thank y'all enough for that I cannot thank all of you that that commented on on there and and nominated us as as being part of that Thank you so much and it really does mean the world so Guys go get your cigars ordered We got a few days left on the uh, valentine's day special that i'm running v-day 24 get you 10% off The four pack is on uh, the four pack of of all of our cigars are up right now They're still available for a 10% discount So go on there and check that out. Other than that, guys, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Please subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a review and all that good stuff because that just bumps it up. So when people go on there and they type in firefighter podcast, the more reviews and shit that we have and subscribers that we have, the higher up on that list. It makes it easier for people to find when they type in searching for podcasts. Um, It's basically just just the way the algorithm shit works, guys. And I'm trying to learn how all that works because I had no idea until I started doing this how any of this mess worked. So that's what it takes. It takes more subscriber. It takes more reviews. So y'all continue to do that stuff for us, and we'll see you on the next one. Try to lose my way But well, I won't stumble Put you right back In your place Just like a whale said.